Hello and welcome to Empire Builders, the place for entrepreneurs, business owners and experts who want to build an epic empire. I'm Nick James and thanks for joining me here today. Good morning, how are we doing? What a phenomenal time to be alive. Welcome to day two of this five-day free challenge all about creating a strategic plan to get rid of the chaos, the confusion, the overwhelm in your business and replace it with clarity and certainty and confidence and all that good stuff. So let's get cracking with day two. Yesterday, a quick recap, um, just to summarize. Yesterday, we, we started to talk about the concept of creating vision as the first step in creating your strategic plan for your business. And vision's made up of three elements, as you'll remember. The first one is purpose, which is what we spoke about yesterday. So purpose is why do you do what you do? What purpose does your business serve in the marketplace, in the world, as is we develop people? I also shared uh, one from Infusionsoft, which was the company I first learned this stuff from. Um, Theirs was we help small businesses succeed. The purpose is slightly different to your marketing message. So I'll give you an example. Your marketing message might include who you serve, the problems you solve, the results you help them get. So it's probably something a bit more comprehensive. The purpose is simply why you do it. So a lot of people, or quite a few people that I noticed in the group had posted their growth work, and it was quite a long, quite a long statement, quite a long post. And actually, most of it you could have cut off after a few words. So, for example, um, Infusionsoft is we help small businesses succeed. That's the purpose. But their marketing message might be we help small businesses succeed by creating the world's leading sales and marketing automation software, which saves business owners and entrepreneurs loads of time and encourages them and helps them to get more leads and more sales. That's the marketing message quite long. Purpose, we help small businesses succeed. So it's not how you do it. It's just why you do what you do. So as I said, first thing um, that we need to focus on to create a well-formed strategic plan to get rid of the chaos and confusion and gain clarity and confidence. First thing we've got to get clear on is vision, which we spoke about purpose yesterday. The second part of vision is what I call mission. So this is how you measure whether or not you're fulfilling your purpose. So our purpose is we develop people, but how do we measure that? So there's three ways that I measure our progress on our purpose called we develop people. There's three measurables, three metrics, as I call them. The first one is revenue, like how much money are we bringing in year on year? The reason that I think that's a really important number, and by the way, there are plenty of other ways to measure success than just revenue. But the reason I think it's an important number is I have a belief that I actually learned this from somebody else many, many years ago. And I heard it and thought that's very, very smart. And so decided to take it on for myself. And the guy shared, it was actually a guy called Mark Anastasi, who used to do a lot in the internet marketing world. I attended one of his seminars when I was in my late teens so like 20 years ago. And I remember him saying, money is nothing but the measure of the value that you create for other people. Money is nothing but the measure of the value you create for other people, which would imply 
that if you want to bring in more money, you just need to create more value. What it also implies is the more value you create, the more money you bring in. So a key metric, a key measurement for me, for us, if our purpose is we develop people, I know that if we're bringing in more revenue, we're developing more people because we must be serving more clients, selling more tickets to our events, et cetera, et cetera. So our first metric is revenue. And I'll, I'll share in a moment some of our actual numbers, uh, which I think might be helpful for you. So the first one's revenue. The second one is number of tickets sold to our events. So we're a group of seminar training education companies. So a large part of what we do is through live trainings. So we have a goal each year of the number of tickets we want to sell to our events, whether that's Expert Empires events, which I know many of you have attended before, whether it's our sales training, we've got three-day sales training, which actually starts today. Uh, got that happening here at our training center. Um, whether it's tickets to like a one-day introductory event. So we've got all these different seminars, workshops, trainings that we run. And a key metric for us, which helps us determine, are we doing a good job of living our purpose called We Develop People, is how many tickets we sold. So first one's revenue. Second one, number of tickets sold to our events. Third one, number of clients we're serving. And again, you know, we have a number of coaching programs, masterminds, mentoring programs, which when people work with us over a, most of them, 12 month plus period, then we know that we're doing an even better job of developing people um, and therefore fulfilling our purpose. So we have three metrics that we track and we have these numbers year on year as part of our vision. So for example, this year, 2022 um, mission for this year is to do five and a half million pounds in revenue, sell three and a half thousand tickets to our live events and serve 350 clients. Now, the good news is we're already ahead of the game on clients. We're already on 391, I think, at last count. And uh, of course, we've got the whole year to sell three and a half thousand tickets and we've got the whole year to do five and a half million pounds in revenue. So those are our three big numbers for this year. Everything we do is geared to drive those three key numbers. And so what the mission really does is it makes your purpose measurable. The third part of vision, I'm just going to finish this off and then we'll go back to mission because that will be the growth work for today. Um, the third part of the vision is, is what are your core values? What are the standards that you've decided are most important to hold for your success and the success of your business? So like I said, what I'm going to do is show you a quick real life example. I showed you this yesterday, but maybe we'll look at this in a bit more depth today. So this is our vision and you can see purpose top left we develop people you'll see mission top right is to serve educate and inspire 600 high level clients in 2024 and you'll see uh, our 2024 mission is to do uh, 10 million pounds in revenue 5000 tickets sold and 600 clients served now that's a few years away and of course when we first created this vision in 2020 or the start of 2020 it was many years away so what we then have is milestones we have year on year targets checkpoints if you like so that we can see are we on track for our ultimate mission for 2024 so few few bits of advice that i'd give having done this process with hundreds of businesses over the last few years I would suggest that if you're either 
a startup or early stages of business, then I would suggest that you just do one year. So I wouldn't be doing two years, three years, five years like we did, just one year. So just ask yourself, what are the two or three, we have three revenue, number of tickets sold, number of clients, but what are the two or three most significant measurements of success for you? And then what are the numbers related to them for the next year? And of course, you know, if you're a bit more established with your business, you've been doing it a bit longer, then maybe you create your two-year, three-year, five-year version of this. I tend to personally not go any more than five years. Um, I feel like five years, even doing five years, you are kind of like plucking figures out of thin air a little bit because it's quite a long way in the future. If you're doing 10 and 20 years, then it really is that. So I like to do this in five-year chunks and then do another five years and another five years. But equally, if you're early stages or if all of this seems quite big to you, just do a year. And then from there, in a year's time, then maybe you can do another two years once you've got a bit of data, once you've got an idea as, as to what reasonable numbers are the questions i always get on this first of all how do i set the numbers and really that's a question that you have to answer yourself the way that i would um, encourage you to do it is to try to strike a balance between optimistic and realistic so what you don't want to be is pie in the sky just plucking massive huge numbers out of thin air that you're never going to achieve because they're not realistic but equally you don't want to be setting the bar too low and being too pessimistic either so we're trying to find that balance between optimistic and realistic you don't have to have you certainly don't need to have the same metrics that i have so revenue might be relevant probably will be for most of you but not all tickets sold probably won't be relevant for a lot of you if you don't have a business that runs seminars, workshops, trainings like we do. Clients may be relevant for many of you, but maybe not all. Other numbers or other things that might be relevant that I've seen people do in the past. It could be, you know, if you're in a product business, it could be number of units sold. If you're a software business like Infusionsoft, which is now called Keep, they rebranded a couple of years ago, then they have a number of users obviously of their software you might have number of people in your community if you if you're a community-based business like a membership base or something like that you might have number of people in the community as one of your key metrics hey real quick if you've been listening to the empire builders podcast for any length of time you'll know that i do not run ads on this podcast and what you should also know about me is that i only partner with companies who i absolutely 100 percent believe in and so I'm making an exception because of my partnership and my loyalty to Keep. So since 2010, I've been using Keep, which was previously known as Infusionsoft, to automate all the sales and marketing in my business, deliver world-class experience to my clients, run e-commerce reports, manage affiliates, partners, and loads more. I really believe that Keep is the best CRM on the planet for small businesses, for entrepreneurs that are building their empire. Many of my guests on this podcast use it and pretty much all of my closest friends in the industry also use it. That should speak volumes. So uh, Infusionsoft recently rebranded to Keep, K-E-A-P, and what they've also done is brilliantly made it even more affordable, even more usable for businesses that are at different stages of their journey. So 
To go and get a free demo, all you need to do is go to keep.com, that's K-E-A-P, keep.com forward slash empire builders. And by using that link, I've negotiated the best possible deal for Empire Builders subscribers. So go to keep.com forward slash Empire Builders. You get a free demo, and when you go through that unique link, it means you'll get the best possible deal because you're a subscriber of this podcast. So let's get back to the show. The growth work for today is to decide what are your two or three metrics for this year and what are the numbers associated to them. So mine are for this year, five and a half million in revenue, three and a half thousand tickets, 350 clients. Question is, what are your two or three for this year? Now, you might go further if you want to, but as a minimum to complete the growth work for today, put your two or three. It doesn't have to be three. Sometimes two is good. One of the questions that I often get asked on this regularly, the, the common one is, why do you put revenue or sales rather than profit as one of your key metrics? The answer to that is a few reasons. One is um, it's quicker and easier to measure revenue. Like I could pull up a report now and it would take me 30 seconds and I could tell you to a penny what our revenue is for the year to date. I couldn't do that for profit because we only get the profit number monthly after month then once the management accounts have been completed. So we're always looking back retrospectively. It's always a little bit out of date. So I, I like to be able to look at the revenue number in real time. The other reason is transparency. For the team, and some of you will have a team and some may not, but you know our team are rewarded, incentivized based upon these numbers. So it's I feel that it makes more sense if they can see with full transparency, like Matt, I'm sure, uh, will regularly check in our system and see what our revenue numbers are looking like for the day, the week, the month, um, because he's one of our... Uh, key contributors on the sales side, but he wouldn't be able to do that for profit. Profit will only be, it would only be reported by me on a monthly basis. And then it's always retrospective. So I would always prefer, I think for me personally, I always look at the revenue number for the purposes of this. doesn't mean I don't pay attention to profit. Of course, I'm still paying keen attention to that so that we're running a healthy business, but revenue number. The other thing with revenue being the key metric other than it being transparent for the team is let's say for argument's sake we get to mid-december this year and we're on track to hit a profit number of maybe one million um, and that was the target and all the team are really excited let's say in the second half of december i get a big investment opportunity for our business that i think it's gonna be a great idea so i decide to do it and it but it tanks the profit number for this year then all the team missed their target like how's that fair so revenue, they're more in control of, whereas profit, of course, the team are contributing to that, but they're less in control of it. Like sometimes we need to make a decision for the long-term benefit of the business that reduces our profit in the short term. So these are a few of the reasons why I often get asked that question. Of course, smart business practices that you look at profit probably more so than revenue. And I agree for the purposes of this exercise, I would probably favor revenue over profit especially if you've got a team as i have and of course as you grow i'm sure you know you will start to add people to your team so the growth work for today like i said what is your mission for this year by the way i know that we're 
We're now early May 2022. So it's up to you whether you want to do mission for the calendar year of 2022 up until the end of December or whether you want to do 12 months from now or whether you want to do it based on your financial year, which might be different. So your call doesn't really matter. And the reason this is a really important step in the process that we're following over these five days is once we've got those numbers established, we can then create the strategic plan that will enable us to hit them. Without that, without these numbers, we're creating a strategic plan to achieve what? Like we're doing it blind. So it doesn't really make sense. doesn't really work. So it's really important that you do this step the, the, the work we're doing here yesterday and today, we do kind of once every few years, but the work that we're going to be doing tomorrow, throughout the rest of the week and beyond, we do it every quarter religiously. So I've been doing this every quarter for the last eight years and you should do too consistently. So that concludes the second of five uh, live sessions here. I'm just going to check in the chat and see if you've got any specific questions. What software do you use for planning? So we don't use any like particular software as such. We actually just use like an Excel spreadsheet. And that's the way that we found it easiest to format the plans. And maybe when we get to this part on day four, day five, I'll actually show you how we format it. But we don't really use any fancy software. It's just Excel sheets. But we share them on Google Drive so that everyone in the team has got real-time access to them. Uh, Lisa, hey, question about question about the metrics i think so do i match up my ticket sales number to my revenue number or does it not matter if they're not exactly aligned so obviously there is some resemblance between number of tickets we sell in our businesses and how much revenue we generate but they're not completely linked because we do have other revenue sources so for example of course a key revenue source for us um, are people joining and paying for our mastermind programs or our academy or sponsorship for our events? All of these are additional contributors to revenue that aren't actually massively influenced, but they're not directly related to ticket sales. Albeit, of course, number of tickets sold does translate to number of clients that we're working with and therefore revenue. But So that they are linked, but not completely married to one another, Lisa, if that makes sense. Nisha, how do you come up with the metrics? So ask yourself, the purpose that you defined yesterday, what are the best ways to measure whether or not you're doing that? And for me, it's revenue, number of tickets sold, number of clients served. For you, it might be different. And then how you decide on the targets is you go, right, based on where I am today, what is a optimistic and also realistic number for each of those key things? And by the way, if you're a perfectionist, it's probably going to feel challenging if you're like a super perfectionist and want to get everything right, because... This is projecting in the future. You don't really know. But what I'll tell you is this, having clarity of vision, purpose, mission, values, and yesterday we did purpose and today we're doing mission. Having clarity of vision. Remember what I said yesterday, the bigger and clearer the vision of tomorrow, the greater our ability to sustain the challenges of today. Even if you're feeling a little bit uncomfortable and uneasy and all of the numbers correct, having it is way better than not having it. Because having clarity of vision allows you to make much better strategic decisions, which is what we're going to do in the remainder of this week. So it is important. By the way, it, it's not set in stone. It's not like once you've committed to these metrics in the growth work that you cannot change them. This is part of the process. And over the last eight years, I've become, we've become much better at 
accurately projecting our numbers. Um, and the first time you do it, you know, you are probably plucking figures out of thin air a little bit. Thanks everyone for joining this morning. Have another amazing day. Do the growth work like now. Don't think I'll do it later because this is fresh in your mind right now. Get it done, get it dusted. Enjoy your day. Remember, more you connect, more you collect. Okay, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to Empire Builders. Please subscribe, leave us a review on Apple, on Spotify, on other platforms, and uh, share the love, tell your friends. Remember, till next time, the more you connect, the more you collect.